0: Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event details on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Welcome, one and all, to The Late Show. I'm your host, Stephen Colbert. It is a beautiful spring day here in New York. The birds are taken to the sky. Bunnies are taken to the field. Fox got taken to the cleaners. Hey! Because yesterday, Fox News settled Dominion's defamation lawsuit for $787.5 million. This is a huge hit to Fox's bottom line, although it's not clear if insurance will cover some of Fox's liability. Of course, Fox has to have liability insurance to ensure their ability to lie. Although, 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 I don't know who would insure them. Maybe frauders. <laughs> we are frauders insuring Fox was dum-dum-dum. <laughs> this massive settlement was the number one story on every single cable news network except one. <laughs> Take a guess. <laughs> In fact, when the settlement was reached, Fox News couldn't even bring themselves to tell their viewers how much money they foked over to Dominion for lying. The closest they came was a statement from Fox News host and taxidermied corpse of Howie Kurtz. (laughs) Howie Kurtz. Howard, tell them how much Dominion won. A Dominion
0: lawyer gave reporters a dollar figure for the segment, but I have not been able to independently confirm that.
1: Two hours after the settlement was announced, he can't confirm how much Fox News paid. If only this Fox News anchor had some source at Fox News. (laughs) This might not even be the end of the cash party for Dominion here. They're also suing conservative networks OANN and Newsmax, conspiracy lawyer Sidney Powell, and Pillow CEO Mike Lindell for $1.3 billion. I don't think Lindell has that kind of cash on hand. He's going to have to change his name and flee to Mexico to start MiPio. Hola. My name is Miguel Pio. This is my bride, Maria Memory Foam. Burrito Taco Extra Guac. Dominion also has a defamation case against Rudy Giuliani, also for $1.3 billion. They. That's a lot, man. They are suing Rudy for everything he's got, which at this point, I believe, is a stolen CVS shopping cart full of empty Merlot bottles and a jar full of spare teeth. (laughs) Fox News isn't even off the hook yet, either. You see, they're also being sued for all their election lies for $2.7 billion by a voting machine company called Smartmatic, and we already know Fox is afraid of this one. For proof, look at former Fox host and wax sculpture of William Shatner left next to an open flame. (laughs) Lou Dobbs. Lou Dobbs is named as a defendant in this one. And just one day after the Smartmatic suit was filed, Fox Business canceled Lou Dobbs' show, which was a huge disappointment for his audience, a cage full of parakeets in the day room. But Fox is trying to make some money back here because they're also a plaintiff in an election lawsuit on behalf of Fox CEO Lachlan Murdoch, seen here asking Rupert, What happened to my new stepmommy? <laughs> Lachlan is suing an Australian website for implying he was a conspirator in the January 6th insurrection. The actual name of that website? Crikey News. <laughs> now, if they lose, if Crikey loses, it'll be. Would be good for its main competitor, Didgery News. <laughs> Tonight's top story. <laughs> All that and deadly spiders in your shower. So. We don't broadcast down there, do we? We don't. <laughs> all in good fun. So, Fox News is out a whole lot of money, but they're not telling their viewers any of that, and they don't have to, because this settlement does not force them to own up to the damage they did to our country, or apologize on their network. So, we feel the same way. So, we've decided to make them apologize on our network. Jim, Before we go tonight, we wanna say we're sorry to Dominion and to the American people. We here at Fox News lied to you. About the 2020 election. Repeatedly and consistently. We admit that we are guilty of amplifying those voices. Insane people like this guy.
0: Hello, I'm Mike Lindell. A guy like this is given a platform
1: because we want to make sure when you're watching Fox News it will make you dumber.
0: My original my slippers are back in stock. Please
1: take us off television
0: before we allow these crooks to turn our country into dumps. Big, massive dumps. <laughs>
1: We've done our part now. While Fox News is coughing up cash for spreading lies, the guy they were lying for is busy scamming cash out of the people they were lying to. Because yesterday, he made this announcement.
0: Hello again. This is your favorite president Donald Trump with some news you are going to really love. A few months ago, we almost broke the internet when I announced my Trump Digital Trading Cards. Well, I've got some fantastic news for you. My Trump Digital Trading Cards are back with a bang.
1: His digital trading cards are back with a bang. <laughs> That's that is less natural than the mashup we just did for the apology. <laughs> These cards are uh, NFTs, which digital finance experts define as a scam we all stopped falling for 18 months ago. And the first batch that came out last year featured the ex-president as wearing race car pajamas as a bad boy astronaut with robo-belt and making stocks go up with the inspiring hat message, Dow. (laughs) The new batch of cards has some real avant-garde work like him stealing the liberty bell. This one where he's with a lion that is on fire that is pawing at the earth which is also floating in the cloudy sky of earth in front of the beautiful constellation 45 rear. <laughs> that one of course brought to you by Kyle who took some mushrooms and started playing around with his AI art bot.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: This is Kyle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mushrooms? I don't know. I can show you. That's not all. Here he is reenacting that famous moment when Washington looked into the dressing rooms of the Miss Teen USA pageant. (laughs) Each of these beautiful, beautiful, collectible embarrassments could be yours for only $99 if they weren't already sold out. Honestly, you know what? I'm happy for all those magazine years who were able to purchase these things after getting their grandkids on the phone to help them do a computer. (laughs) As for my favorite, I can't decide between screaming while playing guitar and screaming while playing guitar on a Harley. (laughs) It's going to be hard to top that on the next batch. I'm thinking playing guitar on a motorcycle on a boat, (laughs) hanging from a helicopter, piloted by a lava gorilla in space. (laughs) Now, 90... $98. You can have it for $98. Back down on Earth, there's some news from Iowa, and it's not good, because yesterday their state senate passed a bill loosening child labor laws. Yeah! Kids have had it too easy for too long. They're so spoiled these days with their iPhones and their PS5s, and they're all ten of their fingers. If you haven't heard about this bill, it's because it was passed Tuesday morning at 4.52 (laughs) a.m., Never a great sign. Only things that anyone should be doing at 4.52 a.m. is partying because you're young or peeing because you're not. (laughs) Now, if... Uh Sure. Uh Swollen prostate. Swollen prostate. (laughs) If passed by the House, this bill will allow 14-year-olds to work six-hour night shifts... That's going to lead to some brand-new homework excuses. I'm sorry, Mrs. Larson, my diorama of Treasure Island got caught in the hog mangler. (laughs) Bill also allows 15-year-olds to work on assembly lines, moving items up to 50 pounds, and older teens get the jobs that are even more fun because this bill allows 16- and 17-year-olds to serve alcohol. Come on. How are you supposed to pour your heart out to a 16-year-old bartender? (laughs) Oh... Had a fight with the missus, I hear ya. I had a big argument with Tyler today over who would win an orc thief or a half half magic user. Anyway, can I have your cocktail umbrella? I need to redo my diorama of Treasure Island. Got caught in the hog mangler. <laughs> Today's special is mangled hog. In uh, Across the Pond News, we're just a few weeks away from the coronation of King Charles, seen here learning the ingredients of blood pudding. Charles will officially be crowned king on May 6th, is a sentence I am still somehow saying in 2023. And we're starting to get details about the celebration. Buckingham Palace recently announced the official recipe of the weekend is coronation quiche, along with cooking instructions. And I'm told we have a copy of Charles's quiche recipe. Step one, tell your valet you want quiche. (laughs) Step two, quiche appears. Now, not all of the preparations are going as smoothly as that. The palace has reportedly had a very hard time finding any musicians to perform. They've been turned down by Harry Styles, Elton John, the Spice Girls, Adele, and Ed Sheeran. Your Highness, hear me out. Just hire a DJ. <laughs> My cousin Ricky is a lot of fun. He's got an iPod and a connection to Somali, okay? <laughs> if there's a Bluetooth hookup at Westminster, you and Camilla are going to be doing the chicken dance in the aisles. But they have finally found someone to sing for Old King Chucky because we now know that Katy Perry and Lionel Richie will perform at King Charles's Coronation Concert. Ah, yes, those famous icons of British music. <laughs> Katy Perry and Lionel Richie. You know their songs. Hello. And I snogged the last, and it was all right, innit? We got a great show for you tonight.
2: Coming up, Elizabeth Olsen.
0: Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event details on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit BuyAtToyota.com. Toyota, Toyota, let's go places.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Late Show. My first guest tonight is an actor you know from Martha Marcy, Mae Marlene, Ingrid Goes West, and WandaVision. She now stars in Love and Death. (sighs)
2: Well, I've been thinking about you a lot, and it's, it's really been bothering me, and I'm not. Sure, whether I, I want you to do anything about it or not. I'm very attracted to you. And I'm just tired of thinking about it. So I wanted to tell you that. Oh.
1: Please welcome back to The Late Show, Elizabeth Olsen.
2: Hi! It's so beautiful here. Is it pretty? Yeah. Nice
1: dome tonight, too. Nice dome. It's really lovely to have you back. I don't know whether I waxed eloquently enough the last time you were here about what a fan I am of your talent and your performances, but also the last time you were here, we hadn't seen WandaVision yet. No, it's a long time ago. And and what an an extraordinary show that was. I know you've done a lot of Marvel stuff, and there have been a lot of these Marvel shows, but that was the one that really broke form in a very interesting way, and it has such a, a, a beautiful and satisfying and heartbreaking emotional journey for your character yeah. and, of course, for Vision as well. Did you know when you were making it that you were part of something um, sort of genre-breaking?
2: Um, I th- we just felt like Paul kept calling us like the forgotten um, cousin, to the Marvel universe. He just felt like we were some annoying cousin that people just, like, threw in the corner. And we had, like, I think Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan were traveling all over the world and, like, blowing things up. And Paul and I were just, like, doing sitcom acting in a corner. Um, And obviously our amazing cast and crew. But um, we we loved what we were doing. We had so much fun doing it. But we were, we really felt like it was either going to it might it might potentially ruin us all <laughs> but it, i think that's the stuff that feels the most fun to make is when you feel like you could fail at any second
1: well the super power of that show to me was your ability to approach grief in a way yeah. that was beautiful and and heroic in some ways
2: yeah the writing was really beautiful and and i think it touched on um on the the way we grieve touched on so many levels beyond it just being an emotional journey, but then it became this huge set piece. It was literally part of the fabric of all of our sets. So I think it, it was written really beautifully and directed beautifully.
1: The last time you were here, um, you had just uh, done some of your first real Avengers stunts. Oh, right. And you, you, said you, you said that when you did the wire stunts, when you got pulled up... It was a problem. They had to do too many takes because you couldn't stop laughing when they would hoist you up on the wire. Yes,
2: yes. Well, have, because your stomach leaves you. It's like, I guess, the joy people get on roller coasters, which I don't get, but people love that feeling.
1: Yes. And, have yeah. you recovered? I mean, have uh, you've done three Marvel movies since then. I've done
2: so many Marvel movies. <laughs> yes, exactly. We know of three. Yeah. We know of three yes, movies yes, yes, you've I, done. Th- yeah, I think uh, so. Did
1: you, have you gotten better at it? Have you gotten better at the wire work? Have you recovered from your your giddiness?
2: Uh, I've definitely recovered from my giddiness. Sometimes I'm just like, okay, how many more of these do you, do you want? I can do this all day, kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, but sometimes I get a little freaked out. There was one in Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness, where I had to be dropped from 30 feet up and and land, and they wanted to drop me pretty quickly so that it looked like it had an impact, but I kept landing like um. Like Peter Pan, like kind of like fencing, and it and they and I was like, there's I was like, just use the double. This is so ridiculous. Like there's a double for a reason. This is like face replace. They do it all the time, and they used it. And in the movie, I'm they used you, yeah, and I'm and I look like Peter Pan. <laughs> like, I look like I'm fencing. It's ridiculous. And we've had so much technology grow through these movies, and they just chose to really use me for every stunt in that movie, and I didn't understand. You did every stunt? I didn't do all of them, but I did most of them, which is a waste of everyone's time, because a stunt double does it so much better. Yeah, seriously. But now I would, yeah. I, do you remember the ending of Witches of Eastwick with Jack Nicholson covered in feathers? Yeah, yeah. So I was just waiting for that moment. I was wet, I was covered in oil, I was covered in blood... Constantly, and I was like, "At what point are we just gonna blow feathers on me? Because this <laughs> is getting ridiculous."
1: <laughs> is it challenging to uh, have those emotional moments when the person you're talking to is a face covered with little uh, white dots, yeah, so sure. the CGI can track them?
2: Or purple, or covered in glitter? That's Paul Bettany all the time. It's just purple and covered in glitter, glitter why, with dots why on glitter?
1: face. Why glitter? Uh, vision doesn't glitter.
2: He does it's i don't know why he his last airbrush layer yes. on his face is glitter
1: that's just for paul
2: yeah, yeah. He just, it really he is. just wants to feel pretty <laughs> i a agree with that man can feel pretty
1: too <laughs> we have to take a quick break but we we'll are right back with more elizabeth Olson, everybody stick around shipping can make or break a sale so optimize how you ship your orders with ship station They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, we're back with the star of Love and Death, Elizabeth Olsen. Um, you, you come from an acting family and you've been performing since you were four, something like that? I mean,
2: I've been doing camps and showing up and things because it was after school care. But I haven't been, I wasn't a professional. After league. school
1: care, in other words, go be an extra in your sister's yes. film. Uh, How the West was fun, I believe, was your first one, yes. right? Yes. Thank you. You yes, do yes, research it was. around here. Yeah,
2: well done. Thanks.
1: Now, <laughs> um, but was there any other option? Like, would you think, uh, I'm going to do this. now? Nah, I'll be an actress. Was there some other path for you?
2: I felt like, there, I, felt like I, I knew what I wanted since I was very little. I, my earliest memories are mimicking musicals that I watched, um, dancing, singing. It was also what my group of friends did that I grew up with. Mm-hmm. And so when I went through my adolescence, when you try and rebel and stand out and be different, was when I thought, you know, I really think I should be an accountant. <laughs> like, that would make me not basic.
1: So, being based in. I was, was from
2: LA, you know, and I'm like, everyone comes here to be an actor. I can't just become an actor. Sure. I should... What about
1: actuary tables?
2: Yeah, I just... <laughs> That's sexy. I should be an, an investment banker or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I just thought I needed to do something different. And then I got over that when I was 15 and mm-hmm. fell back in love with theater. And... Is
1: it ever tempting to go do something else now?
2: Yeah, now it is. I think about that all the time. Maybe when you're
1: up on the wire 30 feet <laughs> above the ground.
2: <laughs> I yeah. think about that a lot. I'm what, like, well, what should I do? What are you do? daydreaming
1: about doing rather than this?
2: Anything? I, um, yeah, I mean, I I love, I love, love love getting to do this job, especially when you feel like you're with people who care a lot about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think it would be fun to do something where there's like a beginning and an ending that you're in control of. Like, oh,
1: because you're just doing you're yes. part of it and somebody else is editing it and special effects. and yeah.
2: yeah, and I don't necessarily feel like, oh, then I should be directing. Like, that's not where my brain goes. I like doing I like making mugs or whatever. Like, oh, that's something I can... Pottery. Yeah, there pottery's great. Not no. like it would be a career for me. I'm not that good. But, uh... Not yet. Not yet.
1: Who wouldn't buy a mug from this woman? <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> Thank you. Think about it. Just, just give me my back end Next on that one. Next time I'm here, thank you. I'll
2: have them. These will be replaced. <laughs>
1: that would be fantastic. <laughs> um, the, the new limited series is called Love and Death. Yes. And it was a great combination. Yes. And it's getting a lot of buzz, and I understand that it's based on a true story.
2: It is. It's based on a. It's based on a true story, and, and I did not be? know that the story. I'll let me tell you. Uh, the story. It's about a. It's about a group of. Young families living in Texas and Silicon Prairie in 1978, and they've done all the things that they felt like they needed to do. They have families, they have kids, they have their church community, um, and my character is not happy with just that. And she, like we watched in the in the clip, she propositions Jesse Plemons's character to have an affair, and very. A very, very planned, a very
1: out. reserved. It's a very reserved proposition.
2: Yes, and and they plan it out for months. This affair, that's okay. a true story. Okay. And um and it is it is followed by a subsequent, uh, mur- murdering of his wife.
1: We have a clip here. I understand of something behind the scenes. Oh, you gosh. brought a clip in that there's no sound on this, right? No,
2: there's no sound because it was just taped at the village, uh, at Video Village, where people watch things while you're shooting them, and I, I have a huge fear of roller coasters. You um, personally,
1: not the character. No,
2: me personally. My character is like, in the scene before, it's a hard cut from, do you like roller coasters? <laughs> to us being on a roller coaster. And we got to it to shoot that day. And I knew I was going to be too scared to do it a lot. So I asked them to bring in my stunt double from, um, from all the Marvel movies. Sure. Her name's Cece Ice. She does lots of, lots of amazing stunts. Sure. And I asked her to come and ro- ride the roller coaster for me. Um, but they needed it on my face for some of it. And we got there, and I broke down into tears. I really didn't think I was going to be able to do it. Had you ever
1: ridden a roller coaster before?
2: I had, because, uh, yeah, and then I didn't, because it was so scary to me. And so it was something, this is so, it it was crazy. I didn't expect to cry. Like, I'm not a dramatic person. I don't like drawing attention to myself. I don't like taking away time from shooting. But this was a horrible, horrible feeling when I got there. And this is a video of the one take I did on the roller coaster, or a snippet of it. Jim. And uh, <laughs> and you know, my character really was supposed to enjoy it. <laughs>
1: you're, you're having a great time.
2: <laughs> and uh, sweet Jessie was yeah. really there for me in that moment. <laughs> Um, and mm-hmm. then we start going backwards. Like, they thought that this was a good idea for someone who was scared of roller coasters. You do the whole thing, and then you start doing the whole thing backwards. <laughs> and th- that was when I was like, okay, I know what's coming. I'm going to just pretend to be the character. But the character went talk the whole time. And I'm just talking the whole time, that Jesse freaking mm-hmm. out and trying to be like, oh, how much fun was that? That was so fun. <laughs>
1: Did you at any point enjoy it?
2: No. <laughs> Thank
1: you so much for yeah. being here. Love and Death premieres April 27th on HBO Max. Elizabeth Olsen, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Just one more thing. If you want to see more of me, come to The Late Show YouTube channel for more clips and exclusives. plus cal fire's coming to you
0: don't miss tv's hottest show fire country this is a high complexity rescue with a low chance of success
1: follow the rules Can you shave another day off your sentence
0: critics call it explosive and pure entertainment i'm a fella i'm not fit to be anything else
1: you're
2: not
0: an inmate you're a firefighter bring it on. fire country new episode friday nine 8 central on cbs and now streaming on paramount plus